a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Fifth Seal, Episode 11. I'm your host, The Evangelical Norm. It is Wednesday, November 20th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. Mumbede Sula, born to a Muslim family, converted to Christianity in June of 2019 following the witness of Robert Muhando of the Church of God in Uganda. Since then, his family has been harassing him, hoping that he will give up Christianity and embrace the Islamic faith once again. His fa this father of three young children has been evicted from his family's land, his house has been destroyed, and he is currently taking shelter with a Christian family in fear for his life. Even his wife and children have left him due to the endless threats that put them all at risk. When speaking with Sula, International Christian Concern learned that his father's family has been trying to use the police to harass him even, even further. In September, one of his uncles, Twaha Mohammed, falsely accused him of trespassing and stealing his firewood. He shared, quote, my uncle is one of the most disappointed people in my family because he used to teach us Islam from when we were little kids. In September, he accosted me with a group of police officers claiming that I had gone to his homestead and carried away firewood and sold it to a local restaurant. He was not able to justify his allegations, and so the police said we should take the matter before the community council chairman. The case was resolved, and he was warned against placing untruthful claims on me or any other person. The harassment has not stopped there, however. On November 9th, Sula was arrested again and detained for four days following allegations from his father that he had stolen money. Sula said, quote, When my father heard that the case put against me by my uncle was dismissed by the Council of Elders, he devised another plan to have me arrested. He said that I was behind the loss of his money from home, a home I have not returned to since June. The police roughed me up and locked me up at Bukumbo Police Station, unquote. Robert Mohando, Sula's mentor, quickly heard of the incident. He rushed to the police station to find out why Sula was arrested. He explained, quote, I found out that Sula was arrested following incitement by his Muslim father, but police, while writing the charge sheet, stated that he was arrested for causing a public disruption, resisting arrest, and assaulting police officers. We shall follow on this inconsistency later on to demand, to demand justice for Sula, unquote. Robert went further to ask for the unconditional release of Sula, citing evidence that Sula's father was working with the police to discourage him from his newfound faith in Jesus Christ. Quote, the police officer that arrested Sula demanded to be given 700 UX, UGX, approximately 200 U.S. dollars, for medical expenses because Sula had hurt him. This was not true, though, so they refused to release him on a free police bond. I had to talk to my church and friends to raise half the money so that Brother Sula can be released. Sula was released on November 12th after Robert paid half of the compensation money. He will continue reporting to the police station once a week until he clears the remaining money, and then the matter will be closed. Mbede Sula is one of many Christians facing persecution in Uganda. Unlike other East African countries where the main perpetrator is a Somali-based terror group, Al-Shabaab, families are 
are the leading persecutors persecutors in Uganda. They often use physical violence, poisoning, rejection, and false accusations in an attempt to turn new converts back to Islam. Despite all that Sula has suffered at the hands of his family, though, he is part of a much larger heavenly family. The faithfulness of Robert Muhando and his church as they support our brother in this time of need was a true demonstrator of Christ's love for Sula. It is what we are called to do for our Christian family in the midst of their suffering. We are thankful to Robert Muhando and his church for intervening and granting Sula's release. Please continue to pray for Umbede Sula as he goes through this trying time. Pray that his faith would remain strong and that he knows he is not alone. So again, this is just a great example of a great, not a great example, a, a horrifying example of what happens to especially Muslims who um, convert to Christianity. The pressure put on them by their families is immense. Um, women are, are often forced to marry Muslim men or uh, killed in honor killings. Uh, and, I mean, Sula has uh, only endured arrests and, and harassment. Uh, many times they're beaten, uh, depending on how many family members there could be, just many physical attacks. So with that, continue to pray for... Uh, Sula in the midst of his persecution and uh, Mbede, that was what I was trying to find his first name, Mbede Sula uh, as he endures persecution from his family. Um, we'll continue to pray for Leah. We still have no new updates, anything else. Um, 90 weeks in captivity as of Sunday. So she's uh, just about halfway through the 91st week uh, of captivity uh, that she's been held. And the only one of, of these young girls who was not released um, because she refuses to recant her faith in Christ. So let's continue to pray for Leah, um, pray for her family, uh, that God will uh, strengthen their faith and bring them all peace and comfort in this time. And that brings us to our World Watch list. We are down to number 11. Tomorrow we begin the top 10 countdown. We are looking at Syria today. The region of Syria is in the Middle East. Persecution type is Islamic oppression. The persecution level is extreme. The population of Syria is about 18,284,000. Of that, about 814,000 are Christians. The main religion is Islam. Uh, the government is a presidential republic, a highly, highly authoritarian regime. And the president is Bashar al-Assad. In 2018, pressure decreased on Syrian Christians overall. Unfortunately, it was accompanied by a spike in violence and per Christian persecution, particularly in rebel-held areas. The, government's, the country's ongoing civil war has left the country in turmoil, and Christians have not been spared from that suffering. Additionally, they are at risk if forces antagonistic to Christianity rule their home reg regions. Even in more secure parts of Syria, Christians who have converted from Islam face pressure and discrimination from their communities. Due to their public visibilities, visibility, the leaders of historical churches are targeted particularly for abduction, but evangelical Protestant congregations are also in a vulnerable position. They are often regarded as Western, and their structure means they can suffer from fragmentation and the lack of strong leadership and a foreign international spokesperson who can speak on their behalf. 
In areas controlled by radical Islamic groups, the most historic churches have either been demolished or used as Islamic centers. Public expressions of Christian faith in these regions are prohibited, and church buildings or monasteries cannot be repaired or restored. In government-controlled areas, there is less monitoring of Christians due to the circumstances of war. The political reputation of denominations, churches, and local church leaders plays an important role in the level of persecution or oppression they face from groups that are fighting. President Assad, Christians from the groups that are fighting President Assad, Christians from a Muslim background are especially put under pressure by their family, as their conversion brings great dishonor. This is particular true, particularly true in majority Sunni Muslim areas, where converts risk being expelled from their family homes or worse. Pressure from the family in somewhat, is somewhat intense in Kurdish areas, as the Kurdish Sunnis are generally less radical. In the North Aleppo Governorate, Governorate, I hate that word, province, for instance, they are recognized Kurdish Christian There are recognized Kurdish Christian communities. In the chaos of war, it is often not clear whether motives are religiously motivated or not. Often motivations are mixed. These examples of Christian persecution and violence only include those cases where the local Christian community believed that they were specific anti-Christian elements. In September uh, 2018, 12 Christians, including six children in Marda, a Christian village in northeast Syria, were killed in a bomb attack. 20 people were injured in this attack, which was reportedly committed by an Al-Qaeda-linked group uh, and the Free Syrian Army. From January to March of 2018, an estimated 150 Kurdish convert families, a total of 450 people, left Afrin due, during the three-month Turkish offense, offensive against the Kurdish People's Protection Units, afraid of being captured by Islamic militant groups. They are now scattered between the refugee camps around Afrin and Aleppo. In June 2018, the Free Syrian Army confiscated the Alliance Church in Afrin to use as their base. Islamic militants set fire to the Good Shepherd Church in Afrin and painted its walls with jihadist slogans. Due to the lack of pastors and priests, all churches in Afrin remain closed. According to a report by the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom, 25 Christians are still being held by ISIS and two other Christian leaders were abducted. Finally, a house church for converts from Islam was closed for security reasons, and no details can be given. Prayer points for Syria. Pray for peace in, in Syria. The war is complex and ordinary people are suffering greatly. Pray for a true resolution. Pray for Christians living in regions ruled by rebel groups who violently oppress Christianity. Pray for strength and hope. Because the war keeps raging in Syria, support for basic necessities is still very much needed. Please pray that our brothers and sisters will remain encouraged by the help they receive. Pray also for spiritual encouragement and strength for Syrians who were displaced by ISIS. Pray for the Syrian government and for rebel leaders that they will turn to Jesus as Lord. Let's pray. Father, again, we thank you that you have provided a means for us through social media to come together across continents, across, across oceans, and even across time. Uh, as some people will watch this days from now, but we're still coming together and praying together for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted, persecuted simply because of their faith in you, Lord. Father, we, we lift up uh, Mbede uh, Sula uh, in 
Uganda and the situation that he's in, Lord, we pray that that you would be sovereign, that justice would be served, that he would no longer be uh, persecuted, that he would no longer have to pay for crimes that he didn't commit. Uh, Lord, I pray that, that as he stands firm in his faith, that his family will see his faith and that you will use that to draw them to, to you, Lord. Um, I pray that his uncle, his father, and all family members in that area that will see his faith and that that will be a, a tool that the Holy Spirit uses to draw them to salvation, Lord. I pray for Leah. Again, Father, pray that, that you would strengthen her faith as she is held captive by Boko Haram. Uh, Lord, that you would um, protect her emotionally, spiritually, and physically, Lord. Um, that you would just continue to, to hold her up, that her strength, her, her faith would be strong, and that she would continue to, to stand firm in her refusal to recant her faith in you. And Father, we lift up our brothers and sisters in Syria. We do pray that this war would end, um, that uh, the, our Christian brothers and sisters uh, and all of the people in Syria would be able to live in peace um, without war, uh, and that there would be a resolution. We pray for the Christians that are living in those regions ruled by uh, oppressive groups and, and groups that are, are violently opposed to Christianity. Lord, we pray that you keep their, their faith strong um, and keep their resolve strong, that they would be still willing to, to preach the gospel in those areas. Um, we pray for our brothers and sisters that, that don't have uh, basic necessities because of the war, Lord, and, um, and that there's very little support coming in, Lord. Uh, Lord, we pray that, that you would provide for those families provide for our, our Christian brothers and sisters who are are in need of, of just basic necessities father that you would provide charities and you would provide means for them to to get the food water uh, just basic living needs that they need that you would provide those things for them and father we do pray that that you would draw the people in the government the officials in the government and the, the rebel leaders, you, I pray that you would draw all of them to yourself, Lord, that there would be a revival of uh, and, and preaching of the gospel in those areas that, that you would draw them to yourself and that, that more and more people would come to know who you are through repentance, through faith, um, through your grace, Lord, that they would be saved. And, uh, and we pray all of this for your glory, Lord. And it's in your name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Again, guys, thank you uh, for your willingness to just join me every single day to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. I, again, ask that you share uh, share the, the Fifth Seal Facebook page. Invite people to come and join that. That you would um, share the, the YouTube channel, The Evangelical Norm. You can send people over there to subscribe. Um, and you can share the audio version. Uh, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, it's there anywhere where anybody who is willing to take 15 to 20 minutes out of their day to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted simply because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So please share with whoever you can. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.